I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, now, let's get on to the Penrith Panthers versus Manly. What an absolute clinic. Um, the Panthers looked phenomenal. They looked phenomenal. It's funny. What do you get when you cross the Raiders' attitude on the weekend mm. with the Broncos' roster? <laughs> that. The fucking Penrith Panthers. Yeah, yeah. That's what they are. Like, they're as ruthless as the Raiders were on the weekend. They'll get in the fucking dirt, but they have the roster arguably, well, not arguably, better than the Brisbane Broncos. They are unbelievable, and they are favourites to win the comp. Like, they can easily definitely Firm favourites. Firm favourites. Like, they are out and out right now the best team in the comp. Like, you, you look at it and go, long season, plenty can change. In the space of one month, plenty can change, especially when it comes to injuries. But barring injuries, who even looks like they can beat Penrith come finals time. I don't know. Maybe what? the Roosters if everything clicks into gear. Maybe the Roosters, maybe Eels being a bogey team. But, I mean, right now they're not looking like they're going to consistently no. play enough good footy to be in the top four. They're so good. <laughs> they're without James Fisharis oh, and no. Liam Martin. Oh, they're no. two, of the best front, right, two of the best forwards in the yeah. world. And they just lost kick out as well. Like So it's not like they could. They haven't lost... You know, they're, deeping, they're stepping into their depth even more. Like Sorensen, who they have refused to start... They're going so deep into their depth, basically going, well, we're going to put Sorensen there. And this is the first time you've got a glimpse of what Sonny Luke can mm. do as well. Yeah. There's so much more upside in this team. It's just getting it's started. It's just they, getting started. Uh, the three-peat is so hard on the cards. <laughs> oh, they, they, they played a manly side this week who, you know, when we talk Origin, we'll be talking about Tom Travoy. But if he plays for New South Wales, they're going to be very hard to beat. They have the Queensland halfback, DCE. Guys like Olukwatu are talking about the Smokies. They scored two tries off kicks. They probably shouldn't have scored either of them. Yeah. That's it. They're conceding less points now than what they were at this point last year. It is absolutely 
incredible what the Panthers are doing. Like, they don't look fatigued. They don't look uh, non-interested. They don't look like, what is going on over there? I want to know. How do they how do they stay so high so long and just look like they're enjoying it? It looks like fun. Mm. Like, it doesn't look hard. It looks like everyone's on board. No one's fatigued. Like, whatever their physical program is, is their, their, their uh, strength and conditioning and fitness and all that kind of stuff, I want to see it. I want to. I would love to see it. Not only have they not had very many long-term injuries, I mean, we didn't even mention Taylor May is not in the starting side. No, they've also year on year on year lost their assistant coaches consistently every year. New guys come in, they just make it work. Like you look at how, how well the Brisbane Broncos are going at the moment. I know, despite a loss this weekend, which we'll get to very soon, I'm sure. But you know, Panthers have played one less game than the Broncos. They've scored 18 less points and they conceded 30 less points. And, and also, just watching them play, there's so much higher of a standard of, of footy players, like, in regards to, like, as a team, the way they play, their structures, their completion, all that kind of stuff. It's just night and day. Like, it's not even... Like, Broncos are sitting atop the table right now, and Panthers probably... If they played Panthers on the weekend, they'd probably lose by 40. Like, as in, if they played the way they did against the Raiders, yeah. Panthers put 40 on them. 40 on them, yeah. And this is a Panthers side that's won two comps in a row. Pretty much their entire squad had to go and play in the World Cup last year. Like, it's a short turnaround and for them... And you know what? It was rocky for two and a half weeks. <laughs> and everyone started to doubt them. Are you serious? They still weren't conceding points. Defence wins competitions. Just They're does. incredible. It, it honestly... It's so... Every coach should be going in just going, I didn't even care about attack. Like, just pre-season should just be all about defence. Like, if you're, if you're a coach that's looking to get into first grade, you'd be better off being an assistant coach at Penrith than getting your own side right now. Yeah. Yep. Very quick side note, not to detract too far, but Doggies are leading New Wales Cup. They've won five of six, and their forward pack in the NRL has been depleted. Really? That's awesome for their That death. is fucking great for great this. Great sign. Yeah. Great but signs for the next few years, for sure. The New South Wales Cup forward pack was the NRL forward pack just about on the weekend, and they still got the job done against the Bunnies. Good signs. Great signs, especially with, you know, doggies are planning for that next two, yeah. three years. Like, they're saying, we're not going to win a comp in the next year or two, but give us five years, and when your forward pack's doing that, it's full of Jersey Fleet players. It's yeah, fucking not bad. Uh, all right, let's talk about – we've talked about Dylan Edwards a bit, so – I mean, what is there to say? This guy is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, four tries, outstanding. Critter, Tungor, outstanding. Um, Nathan Cleary, almost a perfect game of rugby league. <laughs> like, it really doesn't get much better than that. 16 tackles, zero misses, 274 metres. He had one error, so there's, there's, your bloody, there's your mark on the game. Oh, so the only downside to it that I can put for the Panthers is that Toe only ran for 246 metres this week. Just And Cleary only ran for 185 metres. Yeah, they're just they're going to have to work on that for next week. They'll be disappointed. Isaiah Yo, 210 metres. Oh. When you have a look at who's leading the league for post-contact metres, <laughs> this is insane. So Payne Haas is first in 400, with 465. Brian Toe's got 405. Kiro's got 371, Herbie 371, Thomas Burgess 360. The difference between Brian Toto and the rest of them, he's played one less game. He's played yeah. one less game and he is coming second for post-contact metres. He is 60 behind Payne Haas, who it feels like Payne Haas hasn't been tackled in a month. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, he's the only player in the top 
12 that has played one less game and is in the top 12 for post-contact meters. Like we've seen wingers do similar style of ball running. Like, you know, they have these games where you go, holy, 10 tackle breaks and 200 meters. We've never seen a winger do it week in, week out for as long as he's done it. And that's the difference, yeah. There's been guys in the past that are capable of doing it and they're hard to handle, but no one has ever got near what he is doing at the moment. And plus being a gun finisher, plus being solid in defence. Like, he's got a well-rounded game. And he gets better in the bigger games. It's just unbelievable what they're doing out there at Penrith. And um, he can play both sides. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our boy, Zach Hoskins, I thought he was outstanding again. I feel like he's kind of replaced Kikau. Now, he's not Kikau, but they just go, we need some momentum. Boom, short ball, great line. He's, he's almost closer to Boyd Cordner than he is... Um, kick out clearly just goes boom short ball and then they just spread it back to the other side try time like the amount of times they would just go boom Hosking short ball and then the next play you see Tungle taking his centre on and making 40 metres which is the other centre the other side it's just nearly every time nearly every time yep. um, it is just I, I don't know what to say like Sonny Luke amazing off the bench uh, defensively we had questions in regards to not that we didn't think he could defend it was just like he's a small body mm. we hadn't seen him in first grade um, before comes on 25 tackles zero misses between he and Mitch Kenny they've had a couple of HAs different sorts of things that have limited this each other this season all their rotation it was the first time I think they both got through the game. Kenny still played his 50-odd minutes and <coughs> spent time at lock. Mm. Uh, Sonny Luke played big minutes. Like, we knew how good Sonny Luke was going to be, but he's just so crafty. So, well, like, we talk about how good Penrith are. They're scratching the surface of what Sonny Luke can do with mm. every single game he plays. Because he will get better and better oh. very quickly. Yeah. Like, imagine him coming into the season next year when he plays a whole year this year. Mm. Imagine how confident he's going to be. Oh. You know, the way he... It just... It's incredible. There's um, one thing I noticed in this game, and it was Dylan Edwards on his third try that he scored in the 30th minute. Nathan Cleary went to the line and offloaded to him. And I'm pretty confident as they were walking back, Dylan Edwards was saying um, to Hosking, that was your line, you should have been there then. <laughs> so it, they, they, like he scored his third oh, try. Oh, yeah, because Hosking's happy. was a bit off timing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that As they that were walking back, they were celebrating. He was saying, that's your assignment, you've got to be there for that. That's the standard that they hold. This bloke scores his third try in the 30th minute and he's spraying his back rower for missing his assignment. I would have been like, bro, we've made it. <laughs> we're the best in the fucking world. Got a bit of over there. Um... It's tough to talk about Penrith. Like, what do you say? Gun, incredible, amazing. Uh, I will, uh, one thing I do want to talk about, the Batuta article, did you see that? Nathan Cleary shared in his story too. Yeah, gun. Get, if you get a chance, head over to Batuta, Batuta on Instagram. Honestly, one of the greatest followers in the history of fucking Instagram. Um, and just read an article about uh, Ivan Cleary just getting a bit classier. Getting a bit classier. Uh Lindsay Smith, I think he's been really good too off the bench. You know, just a battler. Uh, but yeah, nothing else to say really. Nothing else to say. Yeah. Uh, Seagulls. Don't do it to me, boys. Don't do it to me. I've been riding you high ever since the preseason. I've been going, Manly could be the dark horse of the competition. Oh, talk about cracks. This last couple of weeks have not been good. Not been good at all. Um... I don't know, like, if Tommy's having back spasms, do you send him out there? Like, 
I understand he's so important to the team, but it's a long season. He's your guy. And look, I understand Tom also would be going, I am playing, I am playing. I just think you make the call there to go, mate, just sit it out. We'll fuck it. We'll lie to the public. We'll say you're crook, whatever. We'll make something up. It doesn't matter. Um, I understand Tommy not wanting to do it because then the fucking shitstorm that follows is, oh, injury this. And if I'm manly, honestly, in that situation, I'm saying he got sick, food poisoning, <laughs> and, he's, and that's why he's not playing. And hey, I get him dodgy s- orange at halftime. Dodgy orange at halftime, and he's, he's at home. And that's why he's, he's not, not at the field. That's honestly what I'd be doing. And I would just lie to the media and that, whatever, so there's not a big hubbub about it. Comes back next week's week. Yeah, take the decision out of Tom's hands. That's why you're the coach. Yep. That's why you're the coach. Yeah, I suppose the, the one thing is like, I don't know if you can aggravate back spasms or if it's just a muscle twitching its way down there. But like, a look at the way he played. Yeah. It, it wasn't even close to 100%. It, not even 80%. Yeah. Even, I know, like, you've got pride on the line, but at 32 nil at half time, with his injury history at times, like, you know what? We're not winning this game. Just, just stay off. I swear, and, and this is just anecdotal evidence, like, when you're not going as hard is sometimes when you get injured. Mm. Like when you're just kind of like protecting yourself and, you know, you, you don't want to you – know, I just think that have some more faith in guys like KO Weeks to go back there and do the job, put Cooper Johnson at six to, to defend and, and just – yeah. I, well, I, we, KO Weeks is a future superstar, I think. He's a gun. He's a gun. Were we a bit surprised that Johns didn't get the first crack at that half spot? Well, he like, played last week and then he got dropped. He's been so good this year. Yeah, he, he, he got hooked. In the last game that he played, four KO weeks. So, yeah. Mm. Like, 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 again, like, I don't want to harp, like, I don't want to be too negative towards Seabold. I'm being actually really positive towards Seabold. But, I mean, that's an error. Because, like, what happened is, is you hooked Johns, you brought KO weeks on, nothing changed. So, Johns clearly wasn't the problem. Mm. He clearly wasn't the problem. Surely give him more than... 70 minutes of a game or whatever it is. Yeah, and if, I, if I'm Cooper Johns, I'm sitting here going, I was the form 5-8 in the comp in the preseason. Now I'm the third choice in my team. I've I got, not done anything. Got 70 minutes. Yeah. And then, like, basically the implication of him getting hooked is like, well, you know, he's the reason why we didn't win or whatever. KO's been really effective off the bench as well. Um. Yeah, I just... I don't. I look at his stats from last week. I don't see anything too egregious. Yeah. So at eighty-first minute, he got taken off for KO weeks. So look, maybe it was just impact, like purely end of game. Let's get KO on because it's, it's golden point. But then to not play him the next week, it's like, damn, bro, that's fucking harsh. That's harsh. It's tough. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to say, boys. What do you reckon about Manly? Yeah, obviously it was a pretty tough night at the office for young um, Kelma. He's come over from the West Tigers to Manly. He's been so good this year too. He's I mean, been unreal, but uh, there's missed tackles and then there's missed tackles like that, and it is uh, it, it was it was at a pretty poor. It's standard. when you know tackles like that happen when you just completely lose concentration. You yeah. just stop thinking. But at that second, you know what? With Kelma, and I hate I hate roasting too hard, but you know we're here to give our analytical sort of insights. There was that one, which was a shocker. If that was one of the worst missed tackles of all time, there was three or four others for tries that would... Seven missed tackles. And they were really, really bad. 
He let through. He must have had something going on. He let through Dill Edwards a few times. Mm. Edwards was, was shocked to get through. There, there's yeah. one. There's one on To'o where he made a line break and had a chance to jump on him, just slipped off him, and uh, uh, hopefully he just put it down. It's one off performance because he's had some good moments this season, but it was just not a good night for him. Uh, he, there must be something going on. He must be injured or something going on at home. There's. He's been so good. Yeah. He's been hyper aggressive. Great in defence. Yeah. Like. Very silky on the edges. Uh, when I see something like that with a player that's playing so well, usually he's getting needled for his shoulder. Something's happening at home. Like you don't just turn into that kind of player. Yep. Um, so hopefully, hopefully he bounces back. I next mean, week. we've seen other young guys have games like this. Yeah. You know, they're humans. They yep. got shit going on home. Yep. They got families. They got misses. They got fucking. Nanai had a game very similar to this last year. Ten weeks later, he was playing for Origin, and we we're going, "Oh my god, he might be the best player." Yeah, ten missed tackles last year yeah. in one game. Nanai, uh, and he bounced so give back. him a chance to respond to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, I hope. Fuck, Cooper Johns didn't get a chance. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, nah, I think you'll get a chance for sure. Uh, I don't know what else to say, man. It was just a real like. Look, is it is it because Penrith is so good that they just got blown off the park? Mm. But when you pair it with the 32-all draw against the Knights, who, you know, all credit to the Knights, gutsy as anything. I loved it. Um, man, they should be beating the Knights. How often, Campy, do do Penrith put cricket scores on teams and you're like, you know what, Penrith's just unbelievable. We'll forgive him for this one. Just the nature of the loss. Manly just didn't look good defensively. Was it 30-0 at halftime? 20, yeah. 22 nil or 30 yeah. nil? 30 nil. Yeah. They were just defensively, they just look so fragile again. Mm. And it's as good as Penrith were, uh, it was not a good night for them. Yeah, and you're right. Like it, it, it harkened back to remember when they went on that run, uh, when Tom Chorovich's crazy year, and they got to the finals, and all of a sudden their edges just couldn't defend mm. and they just got torn apart. It actually did, was quite reminiscent of that, where like every time Tungle got the ball, he ran fucking 30 meters. Um, so I'm not sure, I'm not sure whether it's. It's not new combinations. I mean, Saab is coming back from injury, I guess, but it wasn't really his anyway. Um, they play Melbourne next week. Do you play Tommy? If he's not, if if let's say Tommy is exactly the same as what he was for this game, do you play him? Well, my my thinking was similar to Tim's that if it's back spasms, how, how much can you do, sort of thing. But I, I do agree with you as well that he's not going anywhere near one hundred percent, and he like he hasn't been for six weeks either. Mm. Let's be honest here. But the other night. He was in cotton wool out on the field. It's yeah, going like, to be like that. Why have him out there? You just, it's you're just risking injury for a guy that you know has had his history. I just, it was a very un-Tommy performance. Like he's usually when the game, even like even when Manly get behind, he's so competitive. You can see he's getting angry and he gets in there or take hit ups, whereas he just wasn't there. He just wasn't there. Yeah, not not that it would have changed the result by any means, but even look back at the night uh, clash the other week before, just. <laughs> Conceding so many, Tolatau Kola, mm. how good he is defensively oh, and how so if we wrap good. him, they've missed yeah. him two weeks in a row, shows the value he has to that, that edge. Absolutely. And, he, and we always talk about how good his defence is. Mm. His defence is outstanding. Like you, you look at, you just mentioned Tungo mm. running right on the left edge, mm. going at Chess's edge on the right and how they just seem so passive. That was Kola's up in your face, yeah. hits and sticks, yep. big, big loss. So they'll be... Can't wait to get him back. Look, it's not it's not alarms, panic stations yet. You could just say Penrith are really good, and then the Knights just been gutsy. That you could say, you know, I just really want to see who have they got next week. Melbourne. Oh, at Brookie. 
It'll be a cracker. Cracker clash. Yeah, can't wait. You know what? It's a great opportunity to just completely, like, put it this way. If they go out and put on a great performance, even if they don't win, if they just put on a great performance, but let's say they go out and they beat the Storm, all of a sudden these last two games just like, boom, they don't exist. They just go into their – because they beat the Storm that are in form. And this rivalry is so good nowadays, Manly and Melbourne. It, like, it – it fires up every time they go up against each other. So I think Manly are every <coughs> chance in this game. Jake Chavoyevich, 45 tackles, zero misses. <laughs> He's a fucking that beast. He's a beast, man. Uh, so not panic stations yet, but just like, ooh, like, it's like you're on a roller coaster and like the wheels are getting wobbly. <laughs> like just getting the speed wobbles. Mm. It's like, please, please don't kill me. And I think that's the alarm in him that like, yes, they play Penrith, but... Considered 32 points to Newcastle side last year with that, last week without KP. Mm. It's 70 points in two weeks. Jeez. Fucking Lord. Especially when you started so well. All righty. Um, that is us done and dusted for the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, now, store shout-outs for Queensland. Gumdale Tavern. Gumdale. Celebrations. Hendro. Oh, Hendra, Sorry. Black Sheep Newmarket, Paddington Tavin, Paddington, Alex Hills Hotel Bottle Shop, N17 Burger Co. Port Douglas, Celebrations Boccarina Beach, Liquor Legends Bungador, 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 Bottle Mart uh, Cabarita Beach, and Saltwater Creek Tavern, opposite of Movie World. <laughs> <laughs>